Gary Morris. Hi, I'm Gary Morris, and welcome to my podcast. It's a beautiful day here in Southern Colorado. For those of you who don't know, I live uh, 31 miles from a town at the end of the road. I have a lovely river flowing through the property and a little lake on it, and there's geese on the pond and mallards on the pond and fish in the river and turkeys in the trees and i don't know you couldn't ask for a a better setting it's a beautiful day today we've had a we've had a bit of rain which we need here in colorado especially here where i'm at 7500 feet and it is uh technically the high desert although we get a great deal of snowfall and this past year, we had it sometimes as much as four feet on the ground. But it's beautiful today, and I'm excited about doing this podcast. I sat and thought about what what would I do on a weekly basis that um, would be interesting. And I get a lot of requests from fans about different special events, about why did I do this? Why did I go to New York and do Les Mis? Why did I do La Boheme? What happened to me at re- on the radio? Where where have I... It's people go, God, I thought you were dead. So <clears throat> I thought I would, I would um, talk about some of the things that were really cool and fun to do. If you uh, don't know my history... I've been to, to Russia several times, and any any sane person would go, why would you go to Russia? Russia is our primary adversary in the world, some a country that you can't trust. And so why would I go? Well, the first time I went was as an ambassador for the United States to perform in this massive concert that was uh, broadcast to 600 million households across the Eastern Bloc. And uh, I I went as a representative of BMI, Broadcast Music, and uh, was the only American act to do so. There were all Eastern Bloc and Russian acts on it, and it was broadcast live, filmed in front of a live audience. And I sang Somebody Lives There, uh, one of my tunes, and, and Wind Beneath My Wings. And it was a, it was a cool, cool ad, uh, adventure for me. I'd, I'd never been to Russia. I'd been to other uh, uh, European countries and done a lot of things for the military over there. And uh, it was uh, a, a little bit of an insight into daily life over there because I was able to spend two or three days and met some other uh, Russian artists. In fact, we were w- walking down the street with a guy uh, known as Bad Vlad, Vladimir. And he said, okay, this next block, we don't talk. We just walk through because KGB is across the road. So it was one of those kind of things where it was like uh, being involved in a spy novel. Um, and, and, but the trip was great fun, and it was, uh, it was in the 80s. And what was obvious was that the, the core of Moscow was developing. I stayed in a, 
a place right across from Red Square. And they, uh, when we landed, uh, my, uh, we were guests of the government, and they gave me uh, an envelope with rubles. And this was for what you might need while you're there. And uh, they took us to this hotel, and I had an interpreter, and they, uh, you know, we got out, and I had, uh, my guitar was in an anvil case, uh, which is heavy. And they, there was a bellman, and I guarantee you it was a hundred steps from the road to the entrance into the hotel. And then uh, an elevator up, and so this this gentleman, this Russian gentleman, carried my anvil case, and it weighed about 70 pounds the whole way. So I asked my interpreter when I got there, I said, so what, um, how do you translate rubles into dollars? And she said, well, she didn't know for sure, but it's probably about, at the time, about 10 rubles to a dollar. So I gave the uh, bellman, I gave him a hundred rubles. And after he left, she said, you know, that's about half of what he makes a month. And I was totally flabbergasted by it. It, it surprised me. And I did the performance. And then uh, the next day I was to have lunch with their equivalent of BMI. It's called VOP. It was the vice chairman of VOP. And he came in late. Mary Healy from BMI was there sitting at the table where we were going to have lunch. And he came in late and we had discussion about about what's going on. And he said it was a, a, a terrible day in the history of, of Russia. Um, of the USSR, he said, because the lady from Estonia today told Gorbachev that Estonia was leaving the USSR. And it was the beginning of the dissolution of uh, the, the USSR. So we, there were three of us, we, after lunch, decided we had better get out of Moscow. And we went and we uh, got our stuff, went to the airport, we were flying on uh, Russian Airlines, and we had our translator, and we got to the ticket uh, ticket agent and got through customs. Now we're alone in customs and went to um, the airline desk, and they said, sorry, but all the seats are sold. It's oversold. So there the three of us were in no man's land. And we were able to buy uh, uh, other tickets and and get out of Russia going to, uh, we had to go through the Netherlands and spend the night and eventually get back to New York City. So that was my first trip to Russia. And um, when, when I got back, um, I thought, I, I have to go back over, and I went back over and did what ended up being a series called Somebody Lives There. I uh, went to Estonia and went to uh, Czechoslovakia and Hungary and back to Moscow. And 
ended up doing a DVD. We shot it, um, shot it, and it was and it ran on uh, TNN. It was a great trip. Fast forward a little bit, and a friend of mine, Tom Harkin, who was a senator from Iowa, who I'd hunted with, I'd, I took him on my North American Sportsman show. His wife called and said, "Hey, Gary, there's this this gallery." in Moscow. It's called the Tretiakov Gallery. And she had just been over there doing business and Moscow was trying to open up and be uh, user friendly across the globe. And so all these corporations were trying to be get in favor with who was then uh, the, the President Gorbachev. And she said, in this gallery, Icons are working out, are walking out. She said, icons are walking out. Their security is so lax that these valuable paintings that, that go back to the 13th, 14th century are moving out the door free and being sold on the black market. She said, can you do anything about that? And I said, well, of course not, but I can go over and do a concert in the gallery. So fast forward two trips. First trip with just Ruth and her crew to Moscow into the gallery, meeting the gallery owner and looking uh, at a place where we might build a stage and film this, which it ended up being a PBS special. Coming back and putting together a section to go... um and play, so it wouldn't be just me and a guitar. And um, in fact, uh, Jamie Brantley went guitar and vocals, and Mike Baldwin went uh, played guitar. Carl Hergesell was on piano and vocals. Craig Young was on bass. Who else was there? Um, oh, Eric Eric Darkin was uh, percussionist, and then there was a Veronica String Quartet. Now, show you how things work out. The Veronica String Quartet, we were playing a show, I believe it was in Michigan, a fair, and there was this Russian string quartet that played. And I talked to them, and, and they had never performed in Russia. They met in America. They're all from Russia. And I invited them to go back and do their first performance on this this um, fundraiser night. So it was a really cool thing. They Their first performance in Moscow, in Russia, as a string quartet, was on this show. And to give you an idea, the tickets sold for $25,000 a couple. And we raised over a million dollars that night, and it all stayed in Russia, and all went for security at the gallery. Now, I said I say all that to, to set up what it was a really unique night of music. It was the first time I ever had this section and uh, and really a group of singers that were just for singing. Uh, um, obviously, if you know me, you know that GMO, my band, I think was the best section and band singers that were ever put together, but this was totally different. And it was also done inside an art gallery. 
And uh, to go through all the problems, it would take like 10 of these podcasts to tell you. But I'll just say that our cameras were held up for four or five days at customs just because they could. And we shot it on film. In terms of getting sound over there, we had hired a, a company, a portable studio out of the Netherlands. And, and Jim Glass, who my, was my sound engineer, had negotiated with him for a fee. And this was like six weeks in front. And then every week the fee went up a little bit. And finally they told us that they, they couldn't bring a PA in. They could not do it because, uh, their, the last two times that they'd gone into Russia, they'd been held up, robbed, and their equipment stolen. And as it turns out, the security that they hired was part of the KGB. Just another little wrinkle. So we brought a PA in, and it, this whole record was recorded by a recording genius, Jim Glass, and it was recorded on ADAT. And then we brought it out and brought it back to America and edited it and uh, made the record. And then took all the film and made what was a, a PBS special. So... What was really cool about the night is it started off with the Veronica String Quartet. And then it was just a flat acapella opening. It was me and the guys on Wayfaring Stranger. I am a wayfaring stranger Traveling This land of woe, there'll be no sickness, no toil or danger in that bright land which I go.
song and it's never been on another record it's never been recorded anywhere else but I actually did it in Russia and uh, it's a really a really cool tune it's a little different it's called I do of your fingers reminds me I'm out of control A kiss from you lingers forever down deep in my soul A child in me whispered it's safer to run The man he surrendered and I still Come on, Don, cause I do love you with all of my heart And I'll be true just like I've been from the start Believing is easy, you will In the way that I feel You keep me believing in dreams Cause you made mine all real So pick up the tempo And slow down the time I want forever and you to be mine Cause I
While I was in L.A. shooting uh, the Colbys, Kevin Welch, great songwriter, came out and spent a few days, and, and um, uh, we wrote several songs together. I, I had just uh, f- uh, finished writing uh, "Leave Me Alone," "Leave Me Lonely," and together we wrote "Plain Brown Rapper," and we also wrote "Finishing Touches." And this version of Finishing Touches from the Tretiakoff and that CD is, in my opinion, the the best version that I've recorded. I happen to happen to really love it. Once was a woman. And once was a man who never been lovers Just good friends Both of them happy with rings on their hands But they dreamed of each other Romance so picture two people alone in a room Together all the merry first time Candles are burning Holding each other And picture two people whose dreams have come true They must be going out of their minds For only a moment Seems like Finishing touches Now no one can know what a love is to life Do they have to choose one? Lose one And no one can know
there is a woman and there is a man who used to be good friends now they're just lovers their dreams of forever must come to Somehow recover So picture two people alone in a room Finally admitted their minds Oh, how the tears flow Oh, no And picture them holding each other Finishing touches Finishing Um, I have an album called Live, Gary Morris Live. It was recorded live, the whole uh, album, at the Echo Theater. Um, we did this song, um, which is features me and my son, Matt, and uh, the rest of the section that night. And uh, I just happen to love the way this came off. It's called Live. My family handed down tradition. I chose to pass it by. I had in mind a new rendition, a way to live my life. I chose the road of least resistance. It didn't justify existence. It only paved the way for a softer fall. So when or lose, I had no choice. But to listen to the voice that said, Boy, give it all that you can give. You can let life pass you by, or you can live. She remembered just for me All her glory days 
So I couldn't take Matt over and not let Matt shine. My son Matt, most of you know know him. Matt Morris was a Mouseketeer. He uh, was on Justin Timberlake's lo- uh, label. But he and um, Carl, I believe, wrote a song, and Matt did it live from Moscow. It's called I Can't. I just wanted to tell you what you do to me Loving you is like living in a fantasy I just wanted to tell you that you ride the beach day but I can't, oh, I can't No, 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 no Said I can't, oh, I can't 
for my company and we wrote several songs together and another song that's never showed up anywhere on any record a song called shine and it's kind of a it's a cool tune i think it's um, something that was indicative of my son and my relationship it's called shine Don't burn it Even when I could not feel the flame I'm the one you kept from overturning All you had to do was say my name Whisper me into places that I wouldn't go alone But you knew when to call me right back home Anchor me or set me free You knew when to comfort me And you knew when to let me 
Dottie Moore and uh, John McElroy wrote uh, a song called My Son. It's a title of uh, one of my Christmas albums, My Son, Your Christmas. And uh, we thought it would be appropriate to do something like that in front of this Russian audience. So, live from Russia, My Son. My name is Mary Jesus was my son I 
carried him with special care Cause he was my first one Wanting him to be strong and healthy Have a family of his own The things a mother wants for her child But in my heart I've always known Then he'd go with his father when the glass was out of sand So please have patience with me, Lord Just a mother trying to understand Why he had to carry that weight With no one else's help Why he had to be the one that they could not be themselves. He was so many things to so many people, my son, my son. I tried to stop him You know I begged him Please don't go He put his arms around me And said Mother I love you so Now there's nothing Why did it have to be? 
And since I had a string quartet in this section, I thought it would be appropriate to do something from Les Mis. So this is one of the better live recordings of Bring Him Home. Let 
Thanks for staying with me this week. If you've got questions that you won't answer during the podcast, send them to GaryMorris.com, and I'll try to get to answers. I'm going to try to make this a little more regular. This is a longer podcast than normal, but hang with us, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>